Welcome to the One Verse Podcast. In your life. <laughs> and that lets and that brings me to saying, welcome to the One Verse Podcast, the number one podcast <laughs> in the metaverse. Today we have a badass guest, the one that got MasterCard to say, yo, what up? Help us out. <laughs> the one and only Rhonda X. Oh man. And then Rhonda, can we start Rhonda, recording? Welcome. <laughs> you think he's going yeah, he's going oh wow welcome Rhonda. welcome awesome. welcome welcome it's such a pleasure having you here in the one verse podcast how you doing yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i love that introduction that's amazing gave me so much energy i'm actually very honored to be here because i've heard so much about you all i haven't been here yet and um honestly i feel like you don't come on this show Unless it's your time. So I'm very honored to be here. Thank you, guys. It's all about the vibes. It's all about the vibes, the energy. And that brings us to where we left off, the vibes. Neil, (laughs) let me ask you something. Have you had a heart-to-heart deep conversation (laughs) with Neil? Not yet, but I cannot wait because I think he has many onion layers. He's like an (laughs) onion, I could tell. You know how you just peel back? There's like so many hidden layers. She's saying you look like bit, an ogre, bro. <laughs> Never said that. I, Hell far no. from <laughs> if you're an ogre, she I'm just called you Shrek, bro. Hell no. <laughs> so if I'm onion layer, does that mean that you just cry instantly when I you come around me, or what? Yeah. <laughs> A little less logically, like <laughs> oh my gosh. Now yeah. I know we had like a little bit of a not a, kind of a deep conversation, but an actual conversation when we talked about boxables. Like I remember you did like this little Ooh. tiny world and we talked about boxables that one time about Elon Musk. And I think we kind of went That's a little bit right. down that, that hole with that conversation for sure. Because I am obsessed and it might be because I'm five two, but I'm obsessed with like tiny things and like <laughs> compact things and like minimalism. So like I'm obsessed with tiny homes. I think growing up mm-hmm. I've always wanted a tree house. So my, I don't know what it is, but tiny homes are so attractive to me. They're so (laughs) minimal and they're cost efficient. So when I ran across Boxable and their mission was basically to cut down prices and pollution and just start communities with these small, compact, high quality Boxable tiny homes. I was like, I need to get in on this because this is the future. Whether we're hip to it or not, the kids love convenience and minimalism and trends so i don't know i'm obsessed with the boxable brand (laughs) it's effective and it just makes sense especially like nowadays just like with the cost of everything going up and having something that is affordable that you can live in that is modern up to date easy to make produce it's friendly to the environment of course it makes sense it's dope and from a business perspective you can easily buy a few acres of land and place boxables on that yep. and rent them out for Airbnb, say, yep, you know what I'm yep. saying? And the backyard laws just change in um, California. So now people are putting them in their backyard for like guests. It's just, I don't know. And listen, this is my prediction and I think it's the perfect time to say it, but there's rumors that elon musk is affiliated with the boxable brands right whether he is or not i don't know there's hype around it so there's Mm -hmm. value in it but i think his affiliation is in collaboration with the solar panels that he's pushing 
with the whole saving energy situation. So so and they watch. fold up really small, right? <clears throat> yeah, they do. Both yeah, it would make sense. You have like natural energy. Is it Solar City, right? Yeah, he he's part owner of Solar yeah. City. Yes. So he wants to put like those tiles in the roof. Yeah, that would make so much sense for those tiny homes. Because I know he does. He, I think he lives in a tiny home, actually. I know I heard that That's he got rid of. Was. Yeah, I heard he got rid of all his, you know, like mansions and stuff like that. And he just like got a little tiny home. He put it next to either SpaceX or Tesla headquarters. And he just like sleeps in this tiny home. <laughs> This box yeah. of bones. That's that's the rumor for sure. And um, whether you like him or not, people like him, you kind of got to watch them good because they're doing things for yeah. a reason. And if you're part of the, if you study the stock market and stuff like that, you realize patterns and trends are very important. And, right, and you know, that leads me to say, like when Mark Zuckerberg changed Facebook's name to Meta, that boomed my interest in the whole metaverse. Yeah. Yeah. And can y'all explain? Yeah. I'm in the minority and hopefully there's a viewer here that can relate to me in some <laughs> sort of way. What is Foxable? Foxable is a company who says, okay, you can make cars in a manif in, in um a factory and mass produced. You can make pretty much anything except houses. And the reason houses are so expensive is because it takes so long to build. You got to import items, but you can basically put so many pieces, like so many boxables on a ship and ship it across the ocean for cheaper than this ever been ever. So now they're trying to mass produce houses and factories. That's never been done before. So anything that's never been done before and that's going to change the community, you got to kind of give it attention. How are they doing yeah. it? What what are they doing to manufacture the houses? They're making them foldable, pre-built. So they're making so it, pretty, yeah, pre-built. So it's, it's like origami houses, <laughs> exactly. Yes. Technically, yeah, on steroids. Literally on steroids. Well, so imagine like a three D printer. <clears throat> imagine like a three D printer. You know, three D printing all these parts and pieces. They pre-build it, put it together, kind of like a, a folded. Uh, like a a sealed box or like an envelope, whatever, and then just ship this box container to you. He literally just open it up, boom, boom, snap it, right? You snap it together, and then and here you go. You have a room like this. <laughs> that's crazy. Yep. And people buy multiple to build big houses, so they add on to yeah. their box. It's like Legos. Mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> like Legos. Bro, a Lego house is the coolest thing ever. I would want one. I don't know. And they have not paid me for promotion. It's just something that me and him oh, related on. By the way, hey, Boxables, if you want to sponsor us, hey, we're open to that. <laughs> yeah, Boxables. Listen, let's build this. Let's, hit up Rhonda. Let's, yeah, let's hit up Rhonda. Let's air for that. <laughs> let's build the metaverse together. Let's do it. Boxable style. <laughs> Where we're all one in the metaverse. Yeah. Where we're all one yeah. with Foxable. Remember. <laughs> we got it. So dramatic. So, <laughs> but there's 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 a there's a question that we usually ask, usually in the beginning. Um so what got you started in the metaverse? Like how did you find out about the space? So like back when COVID hit in 2019, my husband and I, we have a salon, suites business, and um, 
we live in Atlanta, so they shut us down because obviously it was not essential, but that's how we, that was our bread and butter. So I was like, okay, I need to figure out what's the way to eat digitally. And the first thing I fell on was stocks and the stock, which led me to Forex and learning patterns and trends. And I just feel like that market alone is like a, it's like a rabbit hole. You can learn so much, but the way the stock market moves is how every everyday life is applied, in my opinion. Like I realize things, even success, you have up and downs. And sometimes you have really, if you're like going really high in success, sometimes you have a big fall, but you go back up. It's just trends and patterns. So not to ramble about stocks, but um, when I heard Mark Zuckerberg talk about changing Facebook's name to Meta, I was like, that's a green flag for me to do more research because anything he's a part of, he puts a lot of money behind, a lot of that investment. Yeah. And that, when that's the case, that means he believes in something. And whether it's whether we care about it or not, it's going to reach some level of adaption, mass adaption. Yes. <laughs> Talking about Facebook's charts, those shades. Talking about charts, those shades look like the charts nowadays. It was good. It went to shit. Stocks are very good. It just looks like <laughs> that is so funny. These shades are they're so cool because you can um take the sh- the tent off and put it back on. Shay Arts created Uh-oh. them, so they're super fly. I like to wear them everywhere I go. <laughs> but yes, yeah, the stock market is super super unpredictable and right now it may seem like we're in like uh, a bear market but mm-hmm. that's the market right it's up and down right right so that's Speaking how your stock market oh sorry so that's how you got into the whole like so i guess the digital world was because of covid like what happened to you guys' business over in georgia kind of like led you guys to like find a different source of income kind of like you know like, how can we adapt to what's going on? And that's how you started getting introduced to, like, the whole digital world, digital aspect. <clears throat> I took myself to school. I literally obsessed over the sandbox, the Decentraland, the NFT boom, Ooh, okay. everything. I saw something that was happening, and I'm like, whether I learn about it or not, it's something that we're, we're transitioning to. So I'm a big techie. Like, I love technology. And um, when I left college, I'm at high school. I didn't go to college for computer science because I didn't realize, I didn't think there were people that looked like me in that field. So I was like, I would never, like, what am I really? going to do? I don't want to be building something. Or I felt like I wasn't going to be around people that I could relate to. And um, at this age, uh, in my early 30s, I'm like, so many women in tech and black women in tech are just showing their face and they're wearing it proud. I'm like, wait, I, I've been loving tech. Why not take that step? So now I'm yes. more encouraged because I'm starting to see more of um, acceptance for a different, a different, the norm. So ultimately, I want more women like the younger, like if. I want more women to look at me and say, wow, I want to get into tech. I'm creative. Like tech is not as intimidating as it may sound. It's art. We can create, you know. It's just a different Mm -hmm. type of art. Like honestly, life is art in general. Just everything entirely of life. There's art Anything inside in life is art. Everything is art. Exactly. Exactly. Everything. (laughs) Yes. I mean, if you're looking for that, but you can also find the bullshit, right? Excuse my language. 
Depends on what you're doing. No, we swear on this podcast for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We keep it real. We keep, keep it real. real. Right. Say how you're feeling. I no feel sense. Like there's people. Okay, perfect. Because I feel like there's people in life who um, wake up and they they thrive off of being negative. And when things are going calm in their life, they feel conflict. So they try to go back to friction. But, you know, that's their perspective and that's their outcome. That's what you make it. Big time. Big time. Big time. So, <clears throat> all right. So going on this little journey, right? So because of what happened in COVID, you got into the digital space. You learn everything about the centralized sandbox and all this stuff, right? And then once you got into this, when you put on that headset the first time, right? What was that experience like for you? Like, what was that first initial thought when you came in here and you were like, whoa, like this digital world? I was blown away in the setup part where it's asking you to adjust your the distance between your lens. And I'm looking around, I see like these bubbles and I'm like, Everywhere I look, oh, yeah. this is looking. And mm-hmm. I actually put on a VR headset like five years ago with my phone in front of the headset. You know, you can buy. They sold them like at Ross mm-hmm. or something, like the little VR yeah, sets. Yeah, and it yeah. was just so bad uh, quality. I just, you know, I was turned off by it. So when I put this headset yeah. on, I was like, whoa. Then I went to venues and I was like, whoa, these people are in my face. <laughs> Dude, we have the exact same experience. That's ridiculous. Yeah, exact. I actually, like, I remember that was that. the first thing. Yeah, that first time, like, when you, because that was, like, my first experience, too, was venues. And I remember, like, well, is this real people? And then I kind of felt a little bit intimate, like, actually, like, walking up to, like, groups. Like, it really felt like, like shy. those are people having a yeah, conversation. Yeah, exactly. And, like, it's like, whoa, you know, like. It's interesting. It was so interesting. I was like, what the heck? It's so interesting. This is a whole different dimension right now. We're in a different dimension right now. (laughs) Yes. But you know what? I grew up at Army Brat, so I traveled so much. I would get friends, and then I would lose them because I'm moving. So early on, (laughs) (laughs) early on, I was, I, um... You really, I just literally forgot my whole train of thought. I'm like, wait, so you're army brat? <laughs> no. No, just showing respect. Oh, okay. I well, love that. Well, early on, we moved a lot. And um, I got, um, my dad would bring me to his um, base when he was working late at night. And my sister and I, we would go into the office. This is like three o'clock in the morning. We'll go and play on people's computers. Now that I'm looking Damn. back on it, it was so terrible. But he'll let us do it. So I, I found like the Yahoo chat rooms, AOL, and I started playing um, Doom's video games. And that's when I got obsessed or comfortable with, I would say, talking to strangers through chat rooms at an early age. So this reminds me of just chat rooms. Yeah. Yeah. But doesn't it feel so much more real? Like, Rhonda, I've never met you in the physical world, but at the same time, like, I honestly am content with this world and our experience together. I really don't like crave that meeting you like face to face, person to person, right? I feel like this is good. Right. I almost rather stare away from it, low key. (laughs) Like, low key. I just like, 
And that's why I kind of have an interest in, because um, I know if me and you are having these feelings, so are other people, right? So, like, you know, have y'all heard of the Live Long pro- program? Live Forever program? Where people I know. in the metaverse, and- they bring their avatars in no. and their family members can talk to them after they pass away. Oh, I heard about that. I want to do that. I did hear about that. I did hear about that. Oh, hell no. Yeah. I heard about that. Actually, a couple months ago. So I'm going to be in control of my afterlife avatar. I'm going to make sure she looks how I want to and she sounds like... I want to set that up for my family. I know that sounds weird. (laughs) It's a trippy vibe. It's a trippy thing, though. Like, His AI is going to be able to upload your consciousness to it. Yeah. Yeah. Tell her what I don't like. Like, it's kind of like creating your biography before you die. Right, right. Yeah, it's kind of a trippy thing. It's really trippy. Um, but, like, you know, like, there's pros and cons. It has its benefits and it doesn't. You know, for some people, they'll be like, oh, it's so trippy. I don't want to, like, keep reliving or reseeing that because it hurts me every single time. There's that con. But then there's the pros. It's like, um, you know, like, it, it, it sparks me. It motivates me. Or it reminds me of the good values that I need to remind myself of, depending on yeah. who the person is. You know, so the pros and cons with everything in life, right? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And things get normalized all the time. All the time. The things, who would have known that, for one, Instagram, 20 years ago, I would have never thought Instagram would have existed. Like, what? So it's like so many times, like, things and concepts develop and we would have never imagined. So. Shit, even this. What we're doing right now. We never thought this would be real. It feels so real. It does. so real. It's not like even real about being vibes. real. People are like, it's not real. Why do you like the metaverse? It's not real. And I'm like, but <laughs> do I touch you when I have a conversation with you? No. Okay, then what's the difference? It's a in-your-face actual image. It's with how somebody wants to present themselves. You can express yourself. You can smile. You can frown. You can use tonality in your voice. It's as close to reality as you can possibly get without physically being in it. And I don't touch you anyways. Yes. Yeah. We can still touch. Like, hi. And this is just the beginning stage of haptics. Man. It is. You know, it's funny that you bring that up, actually. Like, just like a couple of days ago, I actually, like, told one of my friends, like, hey, like, you should, like, uh, you should get the Oculus because she lives in, in Cali. And, you know, we try to, like, catch up. And I was like, hey, you know what's a cool way to catch up and, like, talk? It's like, if you get the Oculus and we meet at Horizon Worlds, it'll feel like we're in our the presence of each other. And, like, we get yeah. to talk and vibe out. She was like, uh, yeah, I don't know about that. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like video games. I don't like video games. Yeah, I'm like, what? Like video games. Oh, what? what? I was like, I was going to, like, I'll show you the pod. Like, I'll bring it to the podcast and show you, like, how it is. Like, we have conversations and stuff like that. It's an actual podcast. But in the metaverse. She was like, yeah, I don't like games. I'm not interested in that. We don't play games, blah, blah, blah. bro. I'm like, I was like, like man... I was like, man, I wanted to say someone was like, no, any more than you do with your baby daddy. Like it's real life games. It's not like video games. It's life games. It's chess games. There's no games that I'm playing. Like we're just so literally. I'm like, well, do you want it? Do you like parties? Of course I like parties. Do you like concerts? Yeah, I like concerts. Do you like raves? Yeah. Do you just like chilling in your backyard (laughs) around a campfire? Yeah, I love that. 
Well, you can do that exact thing in this app. Do That's like free, basketball? by the way. Oh, yeah. Like literally. Do you like traveling? You do you like follow- going to Greece? Do you like yeah. going to Hawaii? You could literally do that. You could go and like feel <laughs> like you're in a different place and kind of like almost feel the vibe. You know, the you you're in your living location. room in your freaking boxers sitting here looking like a clown. Like. <laughs> hey, with your Literally. hair. Well, I don't know about you, but I have natural curly hair and it's so tangled by the time I'm off of the day because like I don't like my headset. I don't I don't even have to do my hair. It's already exactly. done. <laughs> that was my I wife's point. My wife was like, damn, it's so nice that you have this podcast. You don't even need to get ready. I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. My biggest problem <laughs> was filming content was not feeling like getting dressed. So yeah. here it is. A whole avatar ready to go. <laughs> That's funny as hell. <laughs> and so, we're back, everybody. That was Kiwi Design sponsor. Make sure you use the Wonderverse <laughs> promo code to save 5%, 5% on, on your, your VR accessories. Oh, Kiwi Design yes. got dope shit. Real talk. I'm not even going to deny it. But um, really? So I did want to ask you, are you full time in the metaverse? I am. I can't believe it. <laughs> How long I'm is this I'm full time and I get to say it. Yeah! Well, honestly, it wasn't when I... I, I wouldn't, I, I say this, when I made my first dollar, it became a career for me. Um, yeah. Because obviously <laughs> after making that first dollar, you can learn how to leverage, learn how to become a better business and grow, blah, blah, blah. So in January, when I joined, I seen so many ways to make money, but I also realized you can make quick money, but you're not going to have longevity if you spread yourself thin. So I was like, what yeah. am I passionate about? What do I like to do? IRL and VR, right? So, and that's like in real life, I love the theatrics. I love film. I love acting. So I feel like being able to bring entertainment in the sense of like voiceovers or commercials, like for MasterCard, we did a commercial and I had like the time of my life because I'm like, I get to do it in VR, you know, and I get to add that to my resume. So it's like just doing everything that I really want to do in here. And did like, I how did you question? go about? I feel like I kind of like. Yeah, you are full time, and that's why I wanted to add on that. Though is like, I want to be full time. Neil wants to be full time, and there's thousands of other people that do. What advice would you give? Could you tell us your journey on how you became full time? Um. So in real life, I have a salon suites business, which kind of runs itself, which gives me the opportunity to dedicate all my time into this. So I'd okay. say I'm full time, but I, it's because I've already have a situation that gives me that benefit to do that. And me getting like commission builds was not because I'm different. I worked, I did anything unique. I was literally ready when the opportunity presented itself because from day one, I told myself I was worthy of opportunity. I'm working hard enough to receive them. I'm not the best of the best, but I'm doing my best. So <laughs> I prepared myself for when opportunities came, I was ready to pull that trigger and present my worth and what I'm capable of. And if something I wasn't, I didn't know about, I was okay because most people don't. These companies who are coming to us about the metaverse, they know nothing, little to nothing. So I gave myself so much room to learn with them and 
tell, tell them, oh, I don't know the answer to that. And just have confidence in bringing my best to the table. Yeah. Wow. Seems like you use a little bit of a uh, law of attraction in there. Positive affirmation. All I do is focus on what I put out because I realize life is about, you know, thoughts become things. So Facts. everything I put out, <clears throat> humbly speaking, humbly speaking, I have the life I dreamed of as a little girl right now, but it's not because I'm lucky. It's not because something was different for me. It's because I stuck to the, the end goal, I feel. And I've had hella hurdles. I almost had a whole divorce. I separated with my husband for 10 months last year. And obviously that's not perfect, right? But um, that separation was my decision and that's all that mattered. Like I was still in control of my outcome because I knew what I was doing. I don't know. Yeah, and who I am, all that type of... Um, so that's good that you're right. in control, attracting good energy, love attraction type of thing. Exactly. Shout that's that's why I'm big in energy. Yeah. yeah. You like, you're Recipe never going to... Recipe Proctor. Sorry. Like we were just talking about, you're never going to let... Pop Proctor? Hell yeah. Someone else yeah. determine your outcome, right? Like you're always going to be in control. And that's the coolest thing. I just read this quote. It was like the only you know how to tell if somebody's in power over you is if you have to watch um, what you say around them or something like pretty much like you're not going to insult somebody who has power over you. Right. So like make sure you know who's in power of you by knowing who you're not willing to like <laughs> irritate. Ah, that's a good way to put it. Because some people you don't want to cross wrong, but that's a little bit of power. Exactly. Yeah, that's power over you, right? And at yeah. the end of the day, regardless of how tough your decision was for all your situations, like you were in control making the decision. That's all that mattered. Exactly. And I was like, I know this isn't a show about my relationship, right? But like I met my husband, we've been together for 10 years and I met him when I was 23. Like, so I was such a little girl in my, you know, I was so like moldable and I was, I kind of Damn, like molded myself into making sure, huh? So, whoa, a whole decade. Oh yeah. Right. That's strong. So like yeah, I molded strong. myself. Yeah. I molded myself to make sure I was making him happy for so long that I was like, wait a minute, my cup is empty. Let me yeah. reassess what I want to do in life because I'm going to fail me and you not finding my value in life yeah. or where I'm supposed to be. So that 10 months of separation, organically, it just happened. So You found yourself and then you can give more. It was nice. needed. Everything happens for a reason. Honestly. Exactly. You know, yeah. yeah, it was funny. I was watching this picture or this video and it showed this guy and it's like a stick figure and it's like drawings. Right. So um, whenever he he was full of happiness and he saw somebody empty. So what he did is he poured his happiness into the other person and his meter kept getting down and eventually he was empty. And then he got yes. a dog 
and the dog refilled his happiness and stayed happy. And then he would give people happiness, go to the dog and refill his happiness. Oh, and that wow. message is, if you're not finding something to refill your happiness, you cannot give happiness because you're just going to take away from yours. Wow. Before you can give your 100% to your marriage, you're not going to be able to do that until you got something recharging you. You got to be connected to your outlet before you can That's succeed it. in anything. That's so real. That's Big it. Time. That's literally it. I love that. Yeah! <laughs> Shout out to Schlick for um, dating advice. <laughs> no, I'm right. I'm a terrible husband. I'm not a terrible husband, but I've been married for since March, and I'm not very good at it. I'm sorry, honey. I'm. <laughs> never I'm trying to learn, like but. Well, you're still trying. It. It's only been a couple yeah. months. So, yeah, it's been yeah, a couple it takes months. Adjustment, learning. You know, it's a whole new learning experience. Yeah. You just, just don't lie and cheat. Starting. If you lie and cheat, I don't really like that right now. Right. So, why even get in a I'm not going to lie and cheat. The fuck? Yeah, I'm not going to lie and cheat. And that's why I'm a bad husband, but I can work on this shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's fine. <laughs> so Rhonda, how did you come how did you come across MasterCard? That whole project? How did that come along? So so like I'm part of the Women in Horizons community with Paige Dancing. Your matter of fact, happy birthday, Paige. It's her birthday today. Paige, happy um, birthday. Hey, happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> this lady is such a leader. Like when I joined the Women in Horizons community, she told me, Rhonda, in order to spread leadership, you have to let you have to trust people to create. So she's like, you can post anything on the Facebook. She just gave me so much freedom to be me. And I wasn't worried about how can I help her? It was like, oh, OK, you trust me. So like different things that Paige has taught me has really molded me as the VR woman I am. Um, with that being said, Flutter was part of the Women in Horizons community. And we were building on one of the Roe versus Wade worlds. It was like a protest. And mm. um, shortly after that, she reached back out to me and she said that I would be receiving a message from Meta. And I didn't know what it was for. I didn't know what project it was for, but I didn't even care. I was like, Meta presenting anything to me I would love to do it. Like, yeah, I'm not, there's no negotiation. Just tell me what you need. So like a week or two went by and then they told me like the day before the zoom call that it was for MasterCard. And I was like, <sighs> wait, what? I was like, okay. There was just like, all right, well, tomorrow we are going to be on a zoom with 15 of the executives from the world, this 15? the world, that the exec, this. <laughs> and I was like, 15. And then my like response, five right people now. from Meta. And I was like, wait, what? So I'm like, all right, all right. Um, so are you going to prep me about what to say? Nothing. No, they're just expecting you to carry yourself with what you know. So I was so nervous. I was like, oh, my God. But I was so excited. Like these people got on this Zoom call and they were so enthusiastic about the metaverse that it made me excited because what's so unexciting is building a world for someone who has no enthusiasm mm -hmm. on creating. They're like, I don't care. 
well, we don't really, I don't just do this. I hate that. Like, I hate building commissions for people that don't know what they want. Yeah. And MasterCard knew exactly what they want. So that was exciting. Yeah. That's how it happened. If they would have just given you broad range, like with this podcast studio, Dunder, we was like, Dunder, actually, Neo was giving him instructions. And then I was just like, Neo, no, no. Let's just let him free reign it. But then Neo was like, but we go out to have these themes. So what was our themes? They were like futuristic space. Um, Futuristic space, minimalist. um, Minimalist. And that's pretty much it. Now it's like, and then I was like, Dunder, do what you freaking want though. Right? Like take these three core values and then do what you want with them. And then he made this and we were like, whoa, this is perfect. Literally, wow. it fits perfect. I love that. Yeah. I love that. So shout and out Dunder. Shouts out to, shout Dunder. out to Dunder. So talented. Um, I feel like like that is such a great blueprint to stick by. I feel like um, the last show I was on, I was on Ask Your Question, Speak Your Truth, and a lot of the people were asking questions about the blueprint. Like when you talk to these commission, these companies, what blueprint are you doing to? finish out the project so i actually created um, a curriculum and just a guideline on the basics of what my experience is just so people can have and use it and modify it where their business makes sense but i feel like a lot of these people in vr they've never been business owners they're pretty young they've never been mm-hmm. in charge of a big company so having that blueprint could benefit yeah can we get a blueprint <laughs> got you like, Hell yeah, yeah. it's good to have blueprints of all kinds of things i, I want to know all kinds of blueprints that's for sure right right like, so i'm not proud at all. all of us to eat seriously like, i don't know shit i want to learn that's why that's why i love this podcast what do because you mean you do not know shit? i bring what people that? Can't no say that. i mean i don't know shit is like I'm not going to say I'm the smartest man in any room that I actually there's some rooms, but I don't try and go to those rooms. I always try and go to a room where there's people smarter than me. Right. So that's why we created this podcast so we can bring people who are more successful in certain areas. I'm more successful in a lot of areas than some people, but there's a lot of people. Everybody's more successful in certain areas than me. And that's why if I can take those and find those people that are more successful or better at something than me, then we can learn. And that's all I want to do. That's all we want to do is experience with people, build connections. This is forever. This is stamped on the blockchain, right? Like literally. And like, that's the cool thing also, like for people that are listening to this, it's like, it's a really valuable thing for them too. Cause not only do they get to see our perspective and our values, what we're good at, but they also hear the guests' strong suits and what they're good at. So they're getting yeah. an overall educational, informational knowledge experience that are just like, boom, here you go. You want some of that? You want to learn some of that? Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Boom. So it's just overall beneficial just to have a conversation. So many different exactly. perspectives. With, yeah. It's amazing. And experience. To me, it's filling. I love this shit. To me, it's like, this is, I love socializing, talking, and seeing the other person's perspective and listening to them. I love that because it goes to show that, you know, the world might tell us that we're super different, but in reality, at the end of the day, we're all similar in certain things. Yeah, and we it all goes go to through show hardship. That even though, 
Yeah, we all go through hard. It just shows that we're all human. It shows that, yeah, you yeah. think you, we might be super different, but in reality, we're not as different as you think we are. We're still right. humans. We just see things with a different perspective. We might be good. Yeah. Th- uh, we we're, might be good at certain things and others, but at the end of the day, we're all technically the same. Which we, we still are piss, exactly. shit, eat, and sleep. We do. We sure. have <laughs> bones, veins, brain, heart, everything, nipples. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we we all got two nipples, guys. That's our freaking slogan now. Remember, everyone, we all got segue. two nipples. And then we're all Barbie. one in the metaverse. Like, ah. <laughs> we're, all, we're all one in the metaverse with two nipples. If you have one two nipple, nipples. though, fuck you, right? You know, <laughs> or wow. three. No, just kidding. No, no, no one just nipple kidding. people need love too. That's so. Works. We we include everybody for sure. Well, let me ask you because um, I know my experience and my perspective. Speaking of perspectives. What are y'all opinions on women in this platform and what, how has it changed or has it since the beginning? Or do you think there needs more, does, is there more female presence needed, especially in like podcasts? Um, there's not many women in that lane, I feel. So what do y'all feel about women in this? Podcast? I'll let you start, Neil. I'll, I'll do it second in my experience. <laughs> so what do I feel about women in the space? Pretty much, right? Like, what are they? Yeah, like, is there a change in their um, presence from the beginning since you've been in, or do you like has it been consistent? Do you think this equal opportunity for women? I think so. Based on what I've noticed, it's definitely equal opportunity, a hundred percent. Definitely want to see more women get involved with the metaverse or just in general with the whole web 3.0 like get educated more on that so they could jump on it because i see to be honest it seems like there is more opportunity like equal opportunity here than what it is in the real world because here like it just it's all your imagination you know everybody is nice here everybody gets along with everybody it's all about your imagination and how you are as a person that could take you so far so if they come in here with good vibes no matter what you are you'll do great you'll kill it um but yeah, women's are definitely equal also because there is girls in here that are doing podcasts. You know, there is uh what is it called? The the Soul Sisters. That's all girls podcast. And also um Pura Vida is a Latin podcast. It's a bilingual podcast, which yeah. I helped them put them together. It's called Pura Vida hey, Podcast. And there are three girls. Pura Vida. Three girls. What is it called? Yeah, Pura Vida. So Pure Life. Pura Vida. Yeah. Okay. A Latina Pura podcast. Vida, yeah. Yeah, help I them. Put them yeah, help put them together. So they're you. all girls. They're literally three girls that literally are doing a podcast. So you see that that type of thing, like helping each other. Out. Like I'm a guy. I was like, yeah, you want to do a podcast? Even though I got a podcast too, let, let me help you out. Here's some tapes. Here's some pointers. This is how you get started. Boom, 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 boom. There they go. Now it's up to them to to stay consistent and do the thing. But that's equal. Exactly. You know. I agree with you. Um, I do think um, early adaption is when equal opportunity is created, right? And there's a lot of women in here. There's a lot of men in here. It's based off what mm-hmm. you're trying to do with it. So I agree. Yeah. yeah. My experience with women is that, first off, this is women and men. Women are a lot more um, flirty 
in the metaverse. Um, that's one experience that I've noticed way more than a the, lot the more real flirtier world. than real life. Yes. Or, or yeah. is everyone a little more flirty? That's a, everybody is a little everybody. bit more flirty than real life. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's Which because we're hidden behind this VR headset that, um, we feel comfortable to say a little bit more outlandish things. Right. Um, uh-huh. But also, I do believe that women are getting a lot of respect. Of course, there's going to be strong males. But that's regardless of, like, cultural values or sexism. Like, males can be strong, have been strong throughout history. But there's always going to be presence of strong women here, too. And there's some very powerful, strong women and of color also. It's not like... Um, it's just white women or white men doing things. It's actually, I feel like people of color that are um, setting a lot of trends and doing big things here. Um, and I do think that fits with the culture of the United States at this moment. Big brands want to support people of marginalized groups right now, especially. Um, and I do think that there's going to be a lot of opportunities, regardless if you're a man or a woman. Um, white person of color doesn't matter. Um, you just got to put the passion in it, have good vibes, you know, and you're going to be successful and be professional. Like you said, like you knew how to handle MasterCard. Some other people doesn't matter if they're a girl, they would have been like all amateur about it. MasterCard would have been like, yo, fuck you. Doesn't matter that you were a woman. It was because you were professional and you knew what you was doing. Right. Right. And just, also, Massacre was very specific on what kind of creators they wanted. Also, so that was actually to me impressive. I was like, "Wow, okay." Um, so tell us a little bit more about me. that. Actually, I heard background checks, credit checks. I heard your little clip of the last video. So explain that what you were saying. They literally, yeah, they um. So someone told me that they had their credit ran. Um, no, I don't know if that's true or not. Um, I don't know if mine was written. I know I gave them a lot of my information. But also, I don't have nothing to hide, right? So um, they did go through my entire Facebook account, entire Instagram account, and just wanted to know who are they in bed Shit. with? Like, how far can we do business with this person? Is she just a creator? Can she do the commercials? Can she represent the brand? You know, and... Um, I've heard some people not pass those background checks. I've heard of people passing. It's just a real thing. And I tell people that's not the end of the world if you can't just pass a background check. You just have to know what companies you're targeting. Yeah. Um, I had a conversation with another company, and they were asking me about advertisement in these in Horizon Worlds. And I made a few suggestions on a couple worlds. And one world, it's a game. Uh, people die. And it was like, no, Rhonda, we can't be affiliated with a world where people die. Yeah, And I was like, wow. So these worlds, you know, they're very specific with what they want, rightfully so. Um, I think if you're trying to leverage the partnership, you should worry, You should um, focus on being fit for that brand as well. So scraping through your media, social media, making sure there's nothing too controversial and yeah. stuff like that. Unless you Sounds want like to I'm build gonna... a platform. That is sounds like I'm gonna have to go on my Facebook and start delay, 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 
The <laughs> oh, Neo, you're the reason why Mastercard hasn't hit us up yet, dude. Dang, bro. <laughs> you know, last year in real life, my husband and I we was on a show called Brad Loves Judy. And before it aired, I went through all my social media accounts and I deleted everything that I did not want to be used against me. <laughs> so I feel like that situation kind of curated and re- got me ready for this. So actually, so all right, so MasterCard, so they didn't accept, they wouldn't, all right, pretty much any platform right now, they'll go through social media to see if like this person fits the brand or the company. But like, what is it that they're looking for that would be like a red flag? Like, would it be like speaking your mind or speaking a theory that kind of is a red flag to them? Like, what is it that kind of like, Brings up, you know, like that red flag. So I'm like, ding, ding, radar. Nope, we can't, we can't work with this person. Is it politics? Because I feel like that. It's, it's going to be politics, bro. Company's different, different. But you know, when you're talking about sexual orientation, religion, politics, and sports, like all those stuff are so debatable. I mean, like you have to when you're talking about these stuff on your social platform, social media platforms, you have to know that that could affect you. Something that you may think is minute may be very important in another company's non-negotiable. So I, 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 and personally, I just want to remain true to myself, but some things I avoid speaking on because that's not part of my mission. So I keep my mouth closed on certain subjects, subjects I'm going to speak on. So, but Do you keep your mouth closed on certain things that you feel like you want to say something, but you feel like you step back because you don't want to say something because you don't want to be opinionated or judged or something? Are you afraid of the pressure Um, companies are going to put on you by speaking your um, true mind? So I feel like if I'm speaking my true mind publicly, what am I doing it for? Am I doing it for likes or am I doing it to start? a conversation. What is my reason for it? Because if it's for me to get something off my chest, I could do that with my friends and my husband. Everything doesn't have to be on social media. But mm. if I'm posting something on social media that I feel like um so strongly about, that's part of who I am. And I feel like if a company wants to do a collaboration with me, that's part of my DNA. Like, I don't... Hey, I like that. <laughs> we yeah. all say stupid shit behind closed doors that we don't want everybody to see. Yeah, like making stuff public. That's your we choice. We don't need to make everything. To we all have the right public. to privacy. Yeah. yeah. No, for sure. But what if it's something that you want to make public because you feel it could maybe shed a different perspective to people, which is, you know, like to help others, to maybe showcase that you don't, you, maybe you're looking at thing in one lane when there's multiple lanes of views that you could look at and your opinion could just be that one additional lane or perspective that you could show people, which is good because that's kind of like teaching. That's kind of part of evolution and, and progressing human life and our thinking. Exactly. So, well, so to like, me, so, I feel example, like, yeah. The Ro- well, like the Roe versus Wade situation is super controversial, right? It's kind of something that's, some people don't want to talk about it's so sticky, but I have my opinions on it and I share those when it's brought up. I don't go around bum rushing podcasts, making my opinion known, but I do speak my opinion when it's asked. And um, that situation in particular just motivated me more 
to want to make sure that I am part of the DNA of the future of women in tech because I don't want men making decisions for me in any area, any area. You know, I want to be able to make a decision for myself and um, stuff like that just motivates me to just go harder. And I feel like, like you were saying, Neil, if you want to say it publicly and you are passionate about it and it's controversial, you know what you got to do? Make that your part of DNA and say, fuck you who don't like it. That's it. There's going to be exactly. people that don't like it, but fuck you. I respect yeah. it. I stand for something. Yeah, seriously, though. <clears throat> yeah. Like, it's not being afraid of who you are. Your DNA is your DNA, and I might not agree with it. And that's the one thing we all need to get better with is, like, you might have an idea that I do not agree with very strongly, but I'm not going to say you're a bad person. I'm not going to dislike you. I'm going to disagree with you and not be able to get riled up. I'm not going to start shouting at you or over-talking you or saying you can't come to the podcast because you have an opposing viewpoint. I'm going to say, I don't agree with that viewpoint, but at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter if you love Trump, love Biden, hate Trump, hate Biden. We're not, it's not (laughs) going to change anything, right? Like we're still going to go the same day-to-day lives, not even having this affect our lives at all. So like, maybe I don't agree with you, but I still like you. Right, but you could start to see someone's character through their through other works, through other things. Like one bad or disagreement with someone doesn't change their character. So I agree. Yeah, and that's why it's a character. If you constantly interact with somebody and you don't like things that they do, that's a different story. It's not about politics. Maybe these politics kind of made you act the way you act that I don't like, but it's not because of your politics I don't like you. It's because you act funny in front of me i don't like that you know <laughs> simple as that simple as That's that funny don't like me. i feel like i feel like oh. when, once you remove like politics off the table everybody gets along <laughs> everybody gets along yeah. for the majority like, like it don't most people matter, get along when you remove that shit off the table so yeah it, it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of wild you know like yeah, it's. I feel like people just definitely got to just look at life more for like the human to human interaction, not for what's being labeled or what's being in place and yeah. how this side this and how that side that and blah, 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 vice versa. Nah, screw all that shit. <clears throat> it's just, man, you're, you're in a freaking rock that's floating in space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, does this really people, matter? We're, we're all in this together. <laughs> literally, we're literally in this shit together. Specs. If this world crashes, Specs. we're all crashing. You know, if this yeah. world crashes, we're all crashing together. You know, like yeah. shit. So we're like all in this together. Up. So yeah. there's no, Volcano there's not really any. Up, we're done. Yeah, there's not really like, oh, this side. Literally blah, 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 blah. None of that. <laughs> we're literally in this together and we just got to like enjoy this huge rock that we're in right now, floating in space, (laughs) literally together. You watched the Will Smith thing, One Big Rock. Will Smith Um, did I? Maybe, maybe. I think I did. You would have I think I read about it. What is it about? He had a Netflix show called One Big Rock, and it was about Earth. And he broke down so many cool topics, but in layman terms, so cool. 
Yeah, it was on Netflix about a year ago. Keep my motherfucking Don't wife you. out your motherfucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what he said. That's not what he said. <laughs> nah, he, he's talking I, I complained <laughs> snakes on a plane with, with Will Smith. I was like, yeah, snakes on a plane is a great movie, by the way. But that has nothing to do with Will Smith. No, I know. But um, keep my wife's oh. name out your motherfucking mouth. <laughs> Real talk. Like, <laughs> I interrupted the podcast to, I, I, to just I, make I fun of him for will, a second. Uh, I will say that. Betty won't say Jada again. I'm just Will, kidding. I want you to call me out for disrespecting you right now. I'm sorry. I actually do like you. Fresh Prince, fucking, I grew up with that shit. The new remake sucks, though. No, listen, it's it's appreciated in the art that it was given. I'm a I'm you like the new one, Jada Pickett fan. Yeah, I love it for what it what it is. Mm-hmm. It's not meant. To you like take this Buff place Carlton? Out. That's a drug addict. <laughs> I just, I mean, I'm like, like, yo, and then why is Uncle Phil so damn handsome? (laughs) He was handsome back in the day. He wasn't. He wasn't like that though. This this Uncle Phil was like three fifty, fucking bodybuilder, like he'll kill a bear type shit. It was yeah, but the kids don't compare. They're not comparing them. They're watching it fresh out. This is their first impression. Yeah, <clears throat> that's interesting. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't buy more than one episode on Peacock because I had the free trial, so I can't judge it for more than the first episode. <sighs> you bought Peacock. I didn't it's watch worth it at it. all. Oh, actually, that's funny. So, Rhonda, I, so I noticed that you. That's good. Actually, real good. Who needs TV? Screw that. You got a VR now. Screw two two dimensional TVs when you could go and and be immersed in a movie yourself, you know? That's yeah. pretty amazing. Like. Yeah, but but talking about that though, I noticed that you do a lot of traveling. Yes. So so with traveling, what is your favorite place that you've gone to so far? Like your favorite country, so your favorite like, experience? I'm originally from Germany. I'm an army brat, so I lived there the beginning part of my life. So we used to take the train to like Spain, mm-hmm. and my dad. We Ooh. traveled so much when we lived there. So, like growing up, we always traveled. Like even in the summers, we'll do road trips somewhere. So, like traveling is like a rebirth for me. Um, my husband and I we went to Brazil for two weeks once, and that was like, like a trip of a lifetime Ooh. for me because it was so far from home, and it was just so different. And we was there for so long. We was there for New Year's. So it was dope, but honestly, oh, I just like traveling for new vibes. Exactly. No, that's good. It's big that because I, I noticed that you do a lot of traveling and that is a major key point to having, you know, a broader understanding to life, seeing different perspectives and seeing all these type of understanding from, you know, different points of view from all around the world. So that that's, that's right. a really dope thing. I, I always tell people, travel, travel. It's a really good thing to travel and see the world, see different parts, get out of that zip code and go somewhere else and see something new. So that's right. beautiful. And yeah. like right now with COVID, everywhere we travel, the resorts are empty. So it feels like we're renting out the whole resort because no one really? wants to travel right now because of COVID. <laughs> yeah. 
What, uh, what so the, all the resorts are empty. Oh, jeez. <laughs> They're empty. That's crazy. They're literally empty. Let's take a vacation. That is still happening, huh? <laughs> that is interesting. Yeah. Are you scared mm-hmm. of COVID? No, I'm cautious. I'm pr- I'm protective. I'm not scared of it, though. You get it? Mm-hmm. I've had it twice. Twice? Twice. Damn. <laughs> back to back, too. Um, I caught it at a baby shower of my best friend. She was pregnant. She caught it at the baby shower. It was like six of us caught it at her baby shower. Her baby caught it, obviously. Um, oh. And... Um, at the time, my husband was out of town, and he surprised me. It popped back up, got in the bed, lay down with me. He didn't know I had COVID, and then he got COVID. So that was like a whole hiatus. Damn. <laughs> yeah. And then well, I'm glad you okay. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have like a bad time. I just was <laughs> super sleepy. I'm vexed, so um, I feel like it kind of lessened my symptoms, maybe. Allegedly. Oh, that's a controversial knows. topic. Con- yeah, Y'all want to talk about controversy? The vax controversy yes. is the freaking <laughs> mercy of the controversy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, we don't need to talk about the vax controversy. Don't worry. I'll just say, and that's a freaking touchy one. Uh, that is like more touchier than anything right now. Yeah. Yeah, but what does it have to be, though? Why can't it just be a regular conversation? <laughs> like, oh, look, the because moon is beautiful. Conspiracy theorists involved. <laughs> the conspiracy theorists are so passionate. Everybody's uh, passionate because there are people that do die from this. As little as it may be, or as big as it may be, there are people who have died and continue to die. So people are passionate from the about it. Or COVID. And both. And there's people that have had a personal See, experience with it. There's people, everybody's had experience with Vax, everybody's had experience with having it, right? So there's gonna be so many different viewpoints that uh man, it's it's a nightmare. It's a rabbit hole that like just do what you want and like I'm gonna do what I want type shit. Right? Like yeah, sorry. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just gonna do what's you know, I want. But, exactly. Um, exactly. That's the, the that's the having control, right? Having control, have control of yourself, exactly. every decision in your life. Yeah, exactly. So, so Rhonda, what's the, what the you, potatoes? What's the ultimate question? What do you want to know, Neo? What's the, the ultimate big question, question of the night? The ultimate <laughs> question. Yes, what would be the, the ultimate, ultimate question? question? There's four <laughs> franchises. Oh, oh well there, wait oh, actually there is there is a little game there is a little that's game the that ultimate question i want to know no this is the ultimate yet. question no, neo has his this is my ultimate question <laughs> neo will have his ultimate question there's four wait. pizza franchises okay okay domino's pizza hut little caesars and papa john's i want you to rate these one to four one being the best four being the worst Domino's, Papa John's, Pizza Hut, Little Caesars. Um, Domino's is a one. Pizza Hut is a four. Papa John's is a four. Little Caesars is a great three. So if you had to rank between Pizza Hut and Papa John's, because we got Domino's, Little Caesars, who are the last? Who's third and who's fourth? 
um, who's the last as in the worst. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so You're one not being the greatest. You do that. So one you is don't the greatest, want to decide between shittiest. pizza and papa. It's obviously Pizza Hut. Okay, shoot. No, so I it's, don't know. Honestly, final I just answer, don't have an answer. Wait, so <laughs> okay, she Donald already said Papa it. Jones are the same. It's stamped in stone. See you right there, folks. It's stamped. <laughs> so final answer: Domino's, Little Caesars, Papa John's, Pizza Hut. Wait, Wait Domino's, Pizza Hut being the best, Domino's being the worst. Oh, what? I said it totally wrong. All right, hold on, yeah. hold on. So you said Pizza Hut number one, right? Pizza Hut number one, it's mean and the best. Number oh. two, and then Papa John's. Papa and John's. Papa John's. And, and I three? said Little Caesars is because the only time I stop to eat there is when I'm really, really hungry. So it's always hidden. <laughs> but I'm sure it's a one, but it's always a three. But after that, it's okay. still Domino's because Domino's is like my last option. It's the customer That's service okay. for me. Okay, so Domino's is the shittiest for you. <laughs> and and then Pizza Hut is the best one for me. <laughs> I'll love I to swear. do a world for Domino's still. Don't get it twisted. Hey, we're still waiting to for the sponsors. World for Domino's. No, I said I would still oh. love to do a world. <laughs> I was going to say, Domino's, we'll make you number one. Just come. Just come. Let yeah, us, we're still let waiting for the world for building? Yeah, we we're build. interested in I, I finding build. builders to build. I'm interested in finding builders to build projects, right? So I want so to be like you're the basically contract. contracting people. Yeah, I want to be the contractor. Contractor, nice. But then I tend to build. I like to. I like to go in and have some sort of input and be build and being able to defend myself and build, which I do have some builds, but definitely contracting because obviously to me my focus is doing this and then you know like we're leaving some freaking time to do this instead of building it's good you know so contractors exactly yeah. that makes sense okay <laughs> would you be interested in being contracted out by us absolutely um i have the okay. rxvr brands and um i'm looking to build my team up uh i would love to build have some amazing female builders um, I am accepting allies, <laughs> nice. but ultimately I would love to have an all female building crew. That's cool. It makes, <clears throat> makes, yeah. So for that big question of mine, right? <laughs> for that question oh, yeah. of mine, it's pretty simple. Honestly, it's just more about like, about the space being in the space now. For how long have you been on it for in this platform, Horizon Worlds? Since January. Since January. Okay, so seven months. So seven months. Wow. So being in space for seven months, what do you see this space going in the future? Like, what do you see it becoming? I see it becoming an extremely oversaturated social media platform that it's going to have so many roads through it. So I challenge everyone to find their lane, pick their niche and stick to that. Because once this hits main market and mass adaption starts happening, it's going to be an overflow of builders, contractors, apartments, tiny homes, rappers, like every, there's going to be a lot of everything. There's only one boxable. 
Yours. It's gonna be an overflow. <laughs> so you, you, You're yeah, your arm is up in the air, bro. I don't know if you see that. That's My what? Look at your arm. There you go. Um, sorry. It's probably people gonna look at was like, what's wrong with this fucking dude? <laughs> I'm just all tweaking out right now. Uh, but he's just he's just scratching his ass cheeks. That's all he's doing right now. <laughs> That's funny. That's all he's doing. They're like, damn, my ass cheeks are scratching his hand. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and the hand goes away. Nah, my controllers were under a table, so God. <clears throat> so pretty much, you see it very become very saturated. Pretty much, you see the real world adapting pretty much into this whole digital lifestyle, digital world. You said, do I see the world adapting? So pretty much, you're saying that you see the real world like a lot of corporation businesses newcomers adapting like taking this into consideration and this becoming more of like a focal point in people's lives and people's future yes people are going to transition into um the virtual reality a whole lot quicker because the kids they're in roblox right now so them transitioning into a headset which will be lighter by the time they get older there it's going to be seamless it's going to be second nature because because they're already doing Roblox without a headset. Mm. I'm sure you're aware of what Roblox is, right? I I've own never played Roblox. It. See, you're a Robloxer. I, I'm an owner of the company. Oh, there she yeah. goes, too. She's scratching her butt cheeks. <laughs> no, I'm stretched out. You are not. Uh, um, I did want to talk to you about stocks because I do love investing. I'm very passionate about it. I'm not very good at nice. investing because I can't cash out. <laughs> it's impossible why for me to take profits. Out? I can't take profits. That's why it's you're terrible. Long, you're, oh, I'm you're. a I'm a up so high it's gonna keep coming up and then it crashes kind of guy. I'm a oh uh, man I I only made seven x. I can't cash out right now. <laughs> Because you can make so much money so quick. It's kind of like you don't want to miss that. Um, You don't want to take profit and then it goes up more and then you miss the train. But that. Yeah, greed. Yes, yes. Rule number (laughs) one greedy. (laughs) Know when to cut losses and take profits. Know when to fold. Do you have a favorite company? And take. And then ask them yeah. about that. Oh. Oh. Um, I, I invest yeah, in, in Meta. I invest in Meta and Roblox, um, S&P 500. Um, is, oh, okay. What are your favorite companies, if you don't mind us asking or me asking? No, um. I bought into Zoom when COVID hit, so I'm really glad about that. Zoom was one of my favorite stocks because it was a constant uprise. Um, I love Virgin Galactic stocks because they're into the space. um, Traveling? Commercial? Yes, space. Mm Because I think they uh, was launching the first commercial spacecraft or something Mm -hmm. about a year ago Mm -hmm. or something like that. And I think space is after the metaverse. And that's going to be like a whole new thing. But space, space, space is definitely the future. I'm sorry. I'm over here rubbing my dog. And I look weird with not having ends. 
No, but, you're um, fine. So Virgin Galactic and um I honestly I have a problem with holding my stocks. <laughs> I like to sell out. And that's crypto awesome. has gotten me invest in safe moon. Oh, it is? No. Well now it's good. Now it's good. <laughs> Something about Safe Moon. You invested in yes, Safe Moon. I couldn't figure out. I couldn't figure out a legit platform to invest. I kept getting this uh, one platform, but then it was like Japanese. I writing. got a shit ton invest. of Safe Moon, by the way. It's gotta say. Do you? Oh yeah, I bought it right when it came out last year. I'm literally that oh, like like day one. Literally, I went ham on that bitch. You had to hack something to buy that, though. Something. What did you like? What did you have to download, like a black market app or something? <laughs> What's well, against Safe Moon Crypto? Is that what you're talking about, right? Yeah. Um, no, you don't got to do no dark web shit. No, none of that. Like, uh, pretty much. Well, there is a bypass. It, it was difficult to get it, but there was kind of like, um, then you had to pretty much use and what app was it actually? Fuck. So you go to CoinMarketCap and you'll see the exchanges that it's lean listed on. And then you go to each exchange and create an account on the one you want. And then you can just buy it. Right. And usually you can only buy with crypto. But if you have ETH or Bitcoin, you can exchange it or see, but transfer it to that platform and then exchange it or buy. See, but Safe with Moon. that one, right. In order to get uh safe moon at first, you couldn't use Ethereum or Bitcoin, none of that's to buy that. You have to well, literally you specifically to add use... money to a wallet. You have to specifically only up. use Tether. You could only Tether. Oh, oh okay. Of the exchange's choice, yeah. So I think um, what I did is like I bought Tether um, at a regular platform, maybe like Coinbase or Binance or something like that, but a whole bunch of it. And then I think I was in another app where it had SafeMoon. I know I had to like transfer it to it. And then actually, yeah, I had to like do some sort of, actually, no, I had to import regular USDC to that app. And then in that app, I had to turn it into Tether. So that's the only way it would have worked. And using that Tether to buy the SafeMoon. Hmm. Yeah, I and didn't. Then from that safe moon, I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, we can from, try like, and help you if you want to buy it. Like Neo's. No, but now now it's easy. Now they have an app. Now they have an app. You know, right? Okay, I you see. I'm still download. a safe moon believer. Like I like Polygon too. Polygon is obviously it's to good. Me, That's like a really the next good Litcoin. Yeah, yeah, I think it's like Litcoin and Ethereum. As far as being the next, is it is Polygon an altcoin or or what? Altcoin. Polygons. Altcoin. It's all an altcoin. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I safe um, only really believe in Bitcoin and ETH right now. Actually, Sandbox, I own a shit ton of Sandbox. A little oh, bit so of Decentraland, a little adapter. bit of Access Infinity. <laughs> Access Infinity, Decentraland, Sandbox, I have a huge play in because it's Snoop Shops. I'm also the half of Bitcoin. I'm like, yes. Wow. I know. It's going to be dope. I want to get to a full one and then I'll invest more. Safe Moon, though, they do have an app. So if you want to get Safe Moon, it's easy to get now. You just got to download the app. Bing, 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 and just buy it now. 
It's better now. Yeah, it's good now. But yeah, so okay. like yeah, safe mode. I, I definitely believed on them early on because they're trying to find their own Bitcoin, their own Ethereum. They're trying to like you know, that's they're becoming their own blockchain, and they're trying to have other other companies safe or mode? other yeah, safe mode. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, okay. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> Somebody yeah. bought a chain with MoonPay. Is MoonPay safe moon? No, no. No, it's something different. Oh, it's different. I know when Robin Hood came out, that's what really got me feeling normal. I was like, it's like a video game. It was super easy to use. Robin Hood got me started. <laughs> Shout out Robin Hood. Uh, yeah. Right on. <clears throat> yeah. So anyway, we got so sidetracked on so many different topics. I really enjoyed no, that's talking perfect. About that, everything that, under the moon with you all. No, that's perfect. That's perfect. That's kind of like what we do. We just have conversation. We go with the flow. You know, that's actually perfect. You I don't love want, it. You know, I love how organic um, I guess you all are. Exactly, exactly. But before we wrap it up, though, before we do wrap it up, um, is there a message you, you want to say to the viewers? Something positive you want to leave it to them, or something you want to, you know? Yeah. Um, well, I can only speak on an entrepreneur joining in ever since. If you're an entrepreneur. Give yourself permission to not know anything. Give yourself permission to fail and be discouraged, but just keep going and create your lane right now. Everyone is still literally up to you about how far you want to succeed in it. Just do your research, keep going, let these next six months define your future. Hey, Rob, thank you for coming to the One First Podcast. It's an honor. It's a pleasure. Thank you for your knowledge. Thank you for your time. Much love. Great achievement with the MasterCard. Kudos to you and to Women's Thank in Horizon. Thank you so much. Thank Keep you, Nia. I really thing. appreciate you for even asking me to come on here. I look forward to seeing your many successes in the future. Thank you so much. And Thank same you. to you. Thank you. Yeah! I appreciate you, Rhonda. I hope that was fun for you. That's a big thing. It was. You all are family to me now, so that's that. Good. I'm not asking. We just wanted to be fun. Remember, here in the Wombers, we love you. We love you. Thank you for coming. It's mutual. It's mutual. And as we always say here in the Wombers, where we're all one in the metaverse. We're hey. all one in the metaverse. Here, I want to say that. Good. To that camera. <laughs> As Neoverse says here in one verse, we are all one in the metaverse. I love that. Hey. I love and it. Thank you all. That's a wrap, guys. I hope it's you yeah, I hope you had that's fun. Right. I want you to be like my favorite podcast was the one verse podcast. My favorite speaking was the <laughs> it's already <laughs> that. So literally y'all being my first favorite is enough, right? <laughs> no, yeah that's, awesome. that's why we yeah. we just love it we just love this shit every sunday you get to meet some cool interesting people that is so cool no it's so tangible it's so great like it it's is. right here literally with consistency science says water 
shapes rocks with consistency. So literally with consistency, nothing can happen but that end goal. Just keep going and don't doubt yourselves. When you doubt yourself, you kind of have hiccups. Just stay consistent and know your journey. Big time. I agree with that. It's funny. I was just reading like the Bruce Lee quote the other other day, um, (laughs) the whole water, like, just be smooth like water. Just flow like water. It, sh- it takes a shape that you need of whatever you want to become or yes. bring your mind to. It's just be water and go with the flow. Go with the vibe. Be fluid. Mm-hmm. There's actually yeah. a whole documentary on water about like how we are similar to water. <laughs> it ta- we take we're ninety. We are. We are. We're like ninety percent water or something 70%, like that. Seventy percent. Seventy percent. Seventy percent water. Seven percent. And we wonder why water. people go crazy when the moon is full. Like we're like the waves, we're like the ocean. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, then this this would have been like a good part of, for the pod, but this oh, is all I got it now. record. And if you follow Same. Gary V, you're already an entrepreneur. Exactly. You have that mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've definitely known about it since I got into crypto in 2015. I just I saw the natural progression. From like the whole crypto scene, crypto went to the NFT, and then obviously it became, it made sense, like digital money, digital art, something is going to come along, and that's the metaverse. Ready player one, motherfucker. That's where you add value to us. Exactly. So it was like, I saw the natural progression. So when I heard that this is kind of like a way to get it started in the metaverse, I went in. I jumped in yeah. right away. I was like, "Yo, I gotta be one of the first. I'm not gonna miss this fucking opportunity. Yes. Like, I miss every other I opportunity. opportunity. Yes. Yes. yes, yes. Come on, here. give me a hug. Come on, I'm not this time. Not this time. time. <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. we ain't missing it this <laughs> time. Exactly. Missing that because shit. I've missed out on shit no. where I knew I should have took that leap, same. but like not fucking this time. Same. Yo, yes. the whole Bitcoin. <laughs> Fuck you. I missed that one too. Yes. You know, I cashed like, out at 8,000 and I'm so mad. Yo, oh, I, I discovered it in 2015. 000. In 2015, it was only like a couple hundred oh, bucks. shit. <laughs> a couple hundred bucks, man. Yeah. Why don't with, with cash out, guys? It's not really greed. It's just uh, I've already... <laughs> I don't cash out. I'm a long holder. I'm in for 20 fucking years. Beat me down. I'm going to buy more. I'm with you. That's why I invested into Boxable because first of all, they already have like 20 government contracts. Like, hello. So you own Boxable, the company. Yes. I'm a shareholder. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's great. Man, where are the I actually value got right a few of my family members. Um, I don't know, but it's 80 cents a share. Is that what you're asking? Oh, oh yeah. Wow. 80, 80 cents a share. 80 cents a share. And listen, okay. I just Thank watched you. a documentary of um, Magic Johnson saying that Nike offered him 80 cent a share before Nike became Nike and another company offered him money and he took the money. But he said he would be a billionaire had he took the 80 cents a share for Nike. So I took that synchronicity as a green flag to go ahead and invest into Boxable. Yeah, I'm not going to be like Magic Johnson. <laughs> I'm love I love that we connected on that on the whole like we're not missing this fucking opportunity we're not missing this fuck no I love that I'm gonna hold you accountable Neo don't you ever don't you ever take no hiatus don't you be a pussy throw some balls bro yeah this is part of that this is part of like taking hold of that like creating this shit with Slick being part of this 
This is part of like taking yeah. a hold in the metaverse. Yeah, we was not about to miss out. This is the yeah, number no. one podcast in the metaverse and one of the first to ever be in the metaverse. I'm going to tell you a funny story at VCon. VCon is for all NFT holders and people who bought tickets, which you had to an mm-hmm. NFT. So um, it was all about Web 3.0. They had everything related. Sorry, I keep running into you. Um, they even had VR sculptors. So they had people that were on the app. I forgot what app. The sculpting oh. app. Um, gravity sketch gravity gravity sketch, sketch. and oh, they do performances sketch. live performances and they put a projector behind and they do performances for people and then sell the gravity sketches and nft after the show nobody at beacon knew about horizon worlds nobody so Crazy. here's the thing i was like, like are you there serious? will be a wave of people going to these same convention scary v's at there's going to be metaversers that are horizon yeah. world users at these at these places they, yeah. align yourself to be ready for those opportunities too because people when need gary to know comes here everybody's about to get a vr headset not gonna lie we, oh we kind of did that we're not gonna lie we kind of did that yeah, already like yeah. we've actually had a couple guests already in here in the books yeah. from vcon that was we had yeah. a, a performers, performers, speakers, yeah. uh person that created the apps, turn signal, and yeah. you know, so on from artists. Vcon. And we already yeah. have them down here for like some of them wow. were their first time experience, like, whoa, metaverse, <laughs> mind blown. Yeah. Yeah, mind blown. Like we've wow. had that. They're in the books. Like I'll say the last three to four uh episodes that we recorded, I guess that we've had. We're from from VCon, yeah. They didn't know about Horizon Worlds. 